Alright, then this is Johnny Runya, MVSG702. I'm here with Frank Kush. What's good, y'all? What's poppin'? Um, Frank Frank has been affiliated with uh uh Black Wall Street, Rolly Boy, stuff like that. He was a good friend of mine since high school, made his name out here in Arizona, went to California, did a lot of things in Hollywood and stuff like that. He does uh fashion designing, he does clothing for his own, shipping and handling, packaging, he makes beats, he does his own songs, he raps, ghost writes, everything you can name and do, he does in the music industry. But he's a very educated man when it comes to a lot of things such as, you know, the actual Wall Street, not just Black Wall Street, so to speak. But, you know, I talked to him before about stocks and uh, what was the shit you put me up on? The Bitcoins. The Bitcoins. He put me up on the Bitcoins and, and all that stuff and how it goes. But so what I wanted to do was, you know, get your insight and get your knowledge for the people who don't know about how the industry and how the game works and how it goes. Because I was around you at the height of love and hip hop when you was dating you know, a celebrity, and they was trying to get you to do this and do that, whatever, but how was it for you, like, what was... Well, it was, it was I mean, shit, it was cool, it was just natural, because, like, uh, after being there, I moved there, like, shit, like, 2010, so I kind of had a plan, like, you know, by 2000, and my third day out there, I was already recording with, like, Young Berg and them, because, I mean, I just played the part, like, I literally... Dress like a star, party like a star, just live like a rock star. So once they heard me in the booth, I kind of pretty much, to this day, whatever studio I go to, I kind of, you know, I'm an asset. So with that being said, I was out there and I was, you know, on my Frank Kush shit. I've always been on my weed shit. And um, I found out that like having weed at the, you know, the top club events, like with the most richest, famous people, like. Just having an eighth on me would go a long ways. Like, I'd be, you know, rubbing shoulders with the Kardashians and doing all this shit. And um, it really just kind of gave me an insight of, like, how location is everything. So, like, um, my reason for moving there was accurate. Like, I moved out there because per square mile, uh, Hollywood, there's more opportunity per square inch compared to South Phoenix. It's about the same size. So, basically, what you're saying is that... You knew the demographics and you knew who you were. Right. So you weren't trying to pretend to be somebody who you weren't, but you just dressed the part. Yeah. And yeah. And, and you were yourself. Like like for example, you're like not gonna, you said like you said you had an eighth. You didn't say, Oh, I'm the dope man, I'm this and that. Right. You're like, Oh, I got I this. just made it look good. Like that's I say it in some of my songs. So I say like it might it might look easy, but I just made it look good. It wasn't easy. Like you know, I I lived like two, three different lives in Hollywood yeah. at the same day. So yeah, because there there there's pictures and videos of you on TMZ where you know Ray J, the Kardashians, right. um, your ex girlfriend, stuff like that, um, a lot of celebrities and everything. So right. you you definitely well, it's like um it's like this man. I just I just tell people before I moved there, I was like, okay, if you go in a room of twenty girls, twenty women, and they're all business owners and high end models and this and that. You're going to meet a couple. You, if you just uh, go to some fucking house party where bitches are snorting coke off dicks and just on some low-life shit, not, you know, to each his own. But if you're going to get the same amount of bitches in each situation just being yeah. you. So if you get none, you're going to get none in both. If you get five, you can get five in both. So yeah. I was just going for opportunity. And the thing is, is some of those people were actually some of the dopest people I ever met in my life. And, like, yeah. coming back to Phoenix. And they just... 
they respected you for being you and yeah, not trying to pretend yeah. like you were nobody else. I just knew I had to bring something to the table and I was do, crying. Do you, do you think that they respected you for being you because they've been in industries for so long and they could see the fakes and stuff mm-hmm. and you were just you. You were like, you know what? I'm not the plug. I'm not this. I'm not that. But I make music. I make beats and I got a little bit of drill to smoke. Yeah, because it's like, it's not like in Hollywood, it's who introduces you and how they introduce you. It's not how you introduce yourself. I mean, your fashion does that for you. If you pull up in a fucking Rollie and, a, you know, Aston Martin, you don't, you could, you could rent both of them, but it's just what you do with that, with that hour of success that you feel like you've achieved, yeah. which is, you know, a facade at the end of the day too. It's like smoke yeah. and mirrors, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's shit. All I know is this, man, there's going to be a party every weekend, regardless of who's throwing it, hosting it. You know, and the shit don't stop, the life don't stop, so you got to get what you can while you're in there, and um, use that, like, as a life guide, like, later on in the road, you know, because it's, you yeah, because you could do so much, man, you know, you know how it is, like, you know what it takes, like, the vanity, you know what it takes as far as the nuts, like, you know, they want people out there that, you know, people, you know, you got to be able to, willing to sell your wife's wedding ring to get on sometimes, like, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, if you yeah. want it that bad, if not... I mean, you got to play it safe, and playing it safe is like, that's like driving with a, a fucking, um, you know, you're pulling a fucking paramedic team behind you because you don't want to crash, but other niggas are just gunning it, you know, no so, breaks. So for a lot of people that know, don't know, like, you know, I grew up with you, I know you for seven or eight years, and even before you went to Hollywood, and not to say that you changed, but your uh, your persona changed based upon the people you was around because you was trying to protect you and the people you cared about because of, you know, you from the hood, you're a street nigga and you weren't with all that Hollywood shit, but you were just being you. So what advice would you give to people when they making it and all that shit comes around? You know what I'm saying? I would say you gotta, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta basically, you think you might think your manager, like, oh, I'm going to Hollywood, I'm going to find this manager, he's going to be in a fucking suit every day, he's going to be this fat, white, Jewish guy. It's not like that. It might be the dude you don't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, the dude you can't stand might be the dude to get you to the next level. So you got to look at everybody for what they're worth, and you got to treat everybody with respect because you don't know who's going to go, who's going to... And just in general, like, if you don't have that respect value, if, if niggas are going to do the same I mean it might work for you yeah. works for some people yeah. don't respect nobody it's just an animal planet yeah. and uh, animalistic instincts you know the, the strongest dog you know, so basically what you're saying is just, what you're saying is don't lose conscious of who you are and be yourself well you're gonna find yourself out there you don't know you, you, when you go out there you don't know who you are niggas don't know who they are when they go out there you know what I'm saying that's like what I tell people when people tell me cause you know I got a little bit of money now and they tell me you know you act different cause you got money and, and what I tell people is Money doesn't change people. It shows you who they really are. And money never changed me. It changed the people around me and how they treated me. But like me and you, you never treated me different. We never talked to each other different, regardless of who he was with and who I was with. In Hollywood, too, there's a lot of people like us, though, too. Like, there's a lot of dope-ass people there because in order to stick out of you know eighty thousand people move there a day yeah that was yeah, like yeah. a census back in 2010 so yeah, it's way yeah. more now yeah that's eighty thousand hollywood actors and beautiful people out of the country yeah. that's not including just to hollywood yeah. and la that's just just the stars no that's the europeans that's rich people that's yeah that's to make all the dream. that's yeah. the niggas that are on a mission like eighty thousand a day um and it's like um there's about you know just as many going back somewhere but it's like you, you can't stay there forever. It's just a stepping stone to, to what you want to do unless you're, you know, you're in the Hollywood acting and you're in this that shit. 
But a lot of people, man, they use it as a... As a, uh, a lot of people, they're not going to make it. It's like the NBA draft. We're not going to make it. So like you said, it's a stepping stone. But there's a, it's like it's like it, Charles Brewell said. He said, success is until you don't have it no more. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like, uh, it's like, you know, who won the championship last year? Who gives a fuck? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like... It was last year. Yeah, it's like an interview. Success like, is fleeting. But it helps you, like, because you have experience. Like, as, a, as an actual player, athlete... Yeah. You know what you can do, but niggas, the fans don't care. They just want to see a winning team. And what they it, like, like this, I tell people all the time. It's like the rap game's kind of like a baseball game. Like you got to have opposition in order for the fans to be, the, the, you know, the seats to be filled. You, they got to see a game. You can't just go and know you're gonna win every time. You got to be be against the opposition. Yeah. You know, there's underdogs. There's niggas who get on hot streaks. There's cheaters. There's all kinds of shit. But that's what makes the fans stay in the stands. Like you know, and then you just gotta watch for the enemies that are in. Dressed as and disguised as your fans, because so, niggas hate too. Speaking of fans being in the stands and stuff like that, I know you told me a couple things about um, the executives in Hollywood wanting you to, you know, make beasts with so and so and yada yada yada. And I'm not gonna speak on it because you know it could still yeah. happen, whatever. But there was a point in time where there was people in Hollywood coming at you, but like, oh, fight with so and so, do this and this and that right, with right. so and so with and. And I was like I said, like I said, I'm not gonna say the names, but I was there with you, and I seen the texts, I seen the calls, I seen the DMs, right. and they wanted him and his girl to fight with you know, top Hollywood execs and top musicians and beat makers and stuff like that, and you didn't do it. But how did you feel when they said that to you? Well, cause uh, I don't know, I just know that they knew that uh, you know, like I would say, man, you put a camera in front of me and try to have some nigga check me in front of that camera, it's not gonna happen. That's disrespectful. So, first of all, I don't want to get checked on TV, obviously. Second of all, you're not going to check me in that circumstance. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just because there's a check. Now, there's a check. I might as well throw the first punch and get paid because, you know, they're going to pay the people who are who are causing problems. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, those are the million-dollar reality stars, the ones who fight, exactly. the ones who, you know, like that. I forgot old girl's name, but there's a few of them, you know, that they didn't realize, oh, shit, I got to make it pop. Yeah. So shit's going to pop off on them shows. It's just, you might go down for something else that you're doing on your own. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, you're going to get attention that, you know, if you're the bad guy on the show, you're going to get that bad guy attention. When Nowadays, too, this is the difference. Nowadays, there's a lot of trollers. So if if somebody says you're dope or you're, you're horrible or if you're good or bad, they're going to research you and try to dig out the dirt on yeah. you. Regardless, like, they're, they're obligated to and it's sad because yeah. that's just nosy-ass people. But... It's like this, man. You're a superhuman. I remember that. I remember guilty. that. I remember that. You know what I remember specifically is when uh, you and uh, your ex, I'm not going to say her name, whatever, because she's not associated with this show, whatever, but, right. um, you know, his ex is a fairly famous person, so they was dating and uh, they had a lot of trolling people talking shit and everything. And this was, you know, I still had a good following with my sports betting and stuff, but he was defending her and talking a lot of shit about people. Yeah. And I'm like... Why are you saying that? Why are you acting crazy? Because, you know, Frank Kush is a hood dude, like, for real, to the fullest. But, but he, he loves people when he cares about them, so he goes hard for them. And I would tell him, like, why would you say this? Why would you do that? Because we get so much. Okay, so, look, you get so much shit. Like, we get it on, like, basically, like, what she told me when we first started dating. She was like, when they wrote that, art, they wrote an article about me in New York. It was pretty big. Like, you know, Charlemagne and them wrote it. And it was, uh, pretty scared me, but she was like, welcome to... You know, Hollywood, I was already there, though, you know, yeah. but it was like, this is actual what they're writing about me. Yeah. And it was uh, pretty scary, but she was like, you know, you're pretty much a park bench. They can scratch whatever the fuck they want. They can keep it nice. They could, they're they going to fucking damage it after yeah. over a while. So 
being a park bench, you just it's like customer service. You just gotta act like you like you know, you just gotta yeah. put on that smile for everybody and yeah. give them what they want. Like I tell people that with job interviews, like don't go over there and sell yourself. Sell them what they want. Just, just yeah. give them what they want. They want a uh they want a cute little sexy mommy working as their secretary. You go in there a little sexy, you know what I'm saying? You get the job because it's it's you know, money money is uh money's serious, man. It's no joke. It's nothing you can play with. Yeah. I mean, you play with it and you're gonna be fucking playing in the yeah. sand. Cause, Cause, that was something for me. Like you know, growing up where we grew up, and people talking shit about us. Like we didn't, we didn't address it if they didn't have more money than us. It's like mm-hmm. if you're a nobody, I'm not gonna talk about you. Yeah, well, even or, or respond more, back. It would be like, like it depends on it. Like no, but then like you told me, they're like, bro, they're coming at me every day. They're saying oh, yeah. this and saying that. So that's what I'm saying. Because like, I'm wittier. That's yeah. the thing. It's like this. It's like damn, you're, you're fucking, you're fucking, uh, you know, you, you're, uh, you're, uh, you're fucking going to war with the fucking general when it comes to bagging and talking shit like these tough bitches talk crazy shit like call them waffle taco pussies and yeah. all kinds of crazy shit like i didn't but but, but what i learned is but that's out of but love. what i learned is with with the social media and a lot of people is if you don't defend yourself a lot of people you know it's a snowball effect they keep talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking depends on what your image is though because really it's a character like when i used to do my frank kush shit i still frank kush still do my shit but when you're out of town you're on your shit yeah. I like I used to light blunts up. Now, this is normal me wouldn't do this, but Frank Kush, nigga, full effect. I'm feeling myself. I'm in Atlanta. I don't like the place. I'm gonna light a blunt. There's no smoking. I don't like it. I'm lighting a blunt in the middle of the fucking capital. I don't give a fuck. And that's just was my my mo. Like that was my character. So if your character is to be Doogie Howser, you're not gonna do that shit. But if you're Frank Kush, you know people expect to see Frank Kush in whatever realm you're in. And if I'm feeling myself, that's what it was. But it was like. Okay, yeah, I'm on my Frank Kush shit tonight all the way. Yeah. But, you know, you believe in yourself anyway, and you know, like, you know. So, speaking about. It's your, it's your, it's your stage. Like, your name isn't. Yeah. On, my name isn't Frank Kush on my birth Yeah. yeah. So, speaking of your name, your government name, your persona, and the name that you made yourself in Hollywood, what is something that you would tell people to do with their branding and stuff like that? Because, you know, you yeah. started the, the Sophisticated Smoke, yeah. the Kush Club, and everything well, like that. That's what advice question. would you give to people to, you know, make different areas of income for themselves? Like, yeah. even if, you know, everybody's not going to blow up and be a game, be a right, right, Gucci right. man, be whatever. But there's plenty, there's plenty of OJ the Juice Mans. There's plenty of Starlitos. There's plenty of other people who made, you know, millions of dollars off this that are not well known. Yeah. What 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 would you tell people to do that? Well, because everybody's not going to be a star, but there's always people behind the stars who make the beats, who design the clothes, who talk to them, who give them advice. What would you tell you know people just about well, that life? Well, one thing is you got to know how to separate. As far as homies and shit, you got to know if you're the star, you're the star. You the star knows he's a star, and the, the other ones aren't sure. You know they're unsure of themselves. So you got to separate that quick, because at the end of the day, those could be the people who keep you from going anywhere but aside from that it's like this like pharrell said this and and, I, and I, that's when i started the kush club he was like all right man he was like basically man in order to be a successful rapper nowadays and this was like five years ago he's like you need to have a or six years ago you need to have a a movement that people could be a part of you can't just be a rapper and, and you're giving them just wordplay he was like give them something to be a part of like a religion like you know make them feel part of something so i was like damn well i go i've been going by frank kush as a side moniker since I was like 19, I was like, shit, well, fuck, man. I want something real simple. I said, a Kush Club. I was like, that's it. You know, the Kush Club. I want Kansas City logo. Got the uh, got a throwback one, you know, and I, and, I, and I ran with it. And it was like, that was my shit. Then I got into 
a different lifestyle to where I was on my sophisticated smoke and like we represented the sexy and sophisticated side of marijuana. So yeah. like niggas wanted to be a part of sophisticated smoke because I was tired of seeing that bummy couch potato weed head yeah. fucking uh, Afro man yeah. because I got high shit. Yeah. No, nah, I was on my James Bond, Tom Brady, Sophistic- throwing touchdowns, sophisticated yeah. lawyers, yeah, every, niggas who do it on the side, don't even let nobody know they smoke. Yeah. You know, like uh, the Matt Barnes of the yeah, league. It's sophisticated, shit. exactly. Yeah. And like, like, like I said, I wanted real edgy, and I still have. I've tatted on my back because that's how much I knew I was serious about this brand. And now I'm on my broken heart shit. But see, I always give some for some beauty part of because, you know, that that we just big. It was like a front a frontier. Like yeah. that's like being getting into like uh, gambling in '94 online. Yeah. Like you're gonna get bread, you know. So I knew yeah. like, damn, this weed shit's coming. I smoke. Let's do it. And then I took it like I, you know, I took it to a whole other level with Frank Kush because I was on my Kush shit. Like Kush God Most High. You know what I mean? So what would you tell people to do as far as branding themselves? Not even about the marijuana thing. Yeah, they just you know, got to have something how, part you, of something. How you ran with yourself with the Kush Club. What would you tell them? Like, what are things that you would go about branding? So like websites and, you know, yeah. designers and stuff like that. Well, you need to just have basic all, things. You need to have all the hot ones. Like, you don't want to be a part of the lame. Uh, like, honestly, if I was telling my... No, kid just brother. basic, yeah, like, yeah, that's just, just a startup. If I was telling my kid brother who's trying to make it, you know what I mean? I was telling him the jug. Like, yeah. I'd say, look, dude, you need to do the dope shit that's popping to Instagram, Facebook, you know, try a couple other things. But you don't want to do everything and just be a fucking geek with it. You want to you want to have people work for you, too. So you want to, you know, you want to you want to have leverage like you got to build a team, too, because it's like really it's like trying to go to NASCAR without a team. Like you, you need to have people change your tires. You need to have help, man. But yeah. you got to do that on your own. That shit ain't going to be given to you. You might get it here and there. Like I would get a team here and there, but it was never yeah. the right right people. Yeah. So I would recommend to get the right people, even if it's not somebody you really get along with. You got to be open. Like there's yeah. Democrats and Republicans, like you, but like you said, earlier, Bloods and Crips work like together. Like you said earlier, when you was out in Hollywood, you'd be like the nigga you don't even like might be the nigga that be able to put you on. It might be your manager, and it might be the nigga who believes in yeah, you. He likes your music, and you don't even like him. He can't but stand he fucks him. with you, but you don't even like his aura and his vibe. And you got to learn how to accept his faults, like because I've had that. I've had a manager who, shit. I love him to death. At the same time, I can't stand that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he, you know, but I, I, I understand him. Like I know he was there. At the end of the day, he wasn't like I used to tell him, man. Don't, don't be here for me and tear me down at the same time. It's crazy. Yeah. You're gonna get fucked up. I used to just smack cigarettes out of his mouth for that shit. So, what's the thing you would tell people after going through what you did and talking to, you know, and dealing with all the people that you? What would you tell them, like, to stay away yeah. from and not to deal with as far as? Business-wise and friends, what would you tell them to avoid? I would just say, man, stay consistent as far as everything. Like longevity and consistency is important. So you just want to consistently stay away from people who are giving you, you know, any anybody who speculates on things, you want to stay away from. You want factual people who research and love looking shit up. Like, hey, man, check this video out. And they check it up. And people who want to be like you because really that's what you're doing. You're, 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 you're the voice. As a rapper, man, or whatever artist you are, you're the voice for that demographic that you reach out to. You you say shit in a way that they wish they could say it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. So if niggas like intellectual shit or they like poetic shit, they like Kendrick's and this and that, or if they like that, they want to hear some real, like, you know, some shit, you know, like pulling up in a motherfucking rental, you know what time it is, then they, they know who to listen to. But it's because they those people take time to word it in a way that they don't, you yeah. know, so... I would say stay consistent more than anything because you drop something nowadays every week. It's better to have like oh Bruce Lee said, I rather take I rather uh, fight the guy who 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 trained a thousand kicks 
in one day than a dude who did one kick for a thousand days. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so just to fuck with consistent people versus people who are one hit wonders and do this and do that. Yeah, because I was I was like that too because I was really Who's like hot now and does this. I was fuck I was with longevity. But those people are good people to use as stepping stones because I was one of them and it's just like they're in it for the music, not for yeah. the business. Like it's it's the show business, but it's the business of show. You gotta. But you want people who are lifelong who really love it. Yeah, like and, and yeah, who, who you, and you don't need people, but see, not everybody's going to be there the whole time, so yeah. you got to know how to just, oh, I learned that from him, oh, I learned yeah. that from him, and then you take all these, and I had, and so I just. So you got to be, uh, you got to be open to change and open to learning yeah, all the time. Yeah, adaptive, adaptive. Don't ever think that you know more than somebody. Because you'll you be looking good, learn. and you'll be looking bad in the same week. you can always, exact, and, see, you hear what he just said? You'll be looking good and you'll be looking bad in the same week. Why? Because it's always changing, right? Yep. It's, and you never know, man. Like people you shit on might be the ones that it shit back on you, or you know. So you want to treat people good too, because it'll come. It unless they don't need to be doing, unless they're disrespect. You got to protect yourself too, because your reputation is everything on everything. Like niggas know that, you know. Everybody listening, whoever they know that. Like your reputation is everything. You don't go to work and just take a shit in front of everybody and come out smelling like shit. I don't even like talking about that word, but I'm just saying it's yeah. true. You, you you respect yourself. You got to treat yourself like a king and other people yeah. will follow. Man, or else you're going to look like a fucking, you know, you're going to be one of the rest, you know. But yeah. if you dress like a king, act like a king, they're going to treat you like one, bro, on everything. So when it comes to, um, you know, making a name for yourself and doing things for yourself, if you're not, you know, big and you don't know a lot of people, what would you tell people to do, like, as far as social media? Like, what what would be the most important piece of advice you can tell them like how to spread their name and get it going on do shit that's contagious man something that's gonna stick like uh talk about current events you know um give people make people sign up make people have shirt you know give people interaction some give away shit but and first of all you want to you want to you want to make sure that these people uh, are learning something from you nowadays especially you want to make sure you're giving out some game of some sort get them coming back, keep them coming back. It could be in your music, it could be in your you know, your podcast, it could be in person, at your shows, but you gotta give them some game that they can use or else you're fucking just what you're just fucking a, a you're a clown. Yeah. You're a jester. And you don't wanna be nobody's clown, man. Yeah, not a puppet. I mean I don't. Niggas do though. I mean if you wanna be a clown for a check, you know, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But not me. But you're not being true to yourself. I mean, yeah, if that's what you truly are. You know, if a nigga's a clown, yeah. he's a clown like Here's the red nose. He's like, hell yeah, yeah, man. Did you give me the 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 orange one too? Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot so, of people like that. Yeah, there's goofy ass people, and that's cool. Just do comedy, whatever you got to do. I mean, I'm funny too, but it's like I'm funny though because I, I got it's shit so bad sometimes, shit so yeah. good. But I love it all. Like I get to endure it all. Yeah. Like I got all my senses. I'm gonna feel all my pains and all my good things. It suck if you don't like people don't even appreciate their their bad times because it's yeah. like motherfucker, man. You at least you got to. Have a good time to know what the bad times like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So. You gotta appreciate the good and the bad. Be humble. Stay straight. Um, yeah. You gotta remember when you were window shopping and you know just touching and putting shit back and you know what I mean and just know that you might you know if you don't fucking stay consistent you'll be you you might do that again. You gotta humble yourself. If somebody else will. Like my my nigga my big homie always says check yourself. If somebody else will. That's on everything. Check yourself. And then the rap shit, you got to have something fucking hot and contagious. If it's not hot, niggas ain't going to listen to it. So what would you say about having a hot shit and contagious? Because, you know, there's a lot of uh, people who just have money from, you know, either 
people investing in them or, you know, selling dope or just their jobs or, you know, like Drake acting, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just went and got Wayne and did this and then that. What would you say to people but about getting features to uh, them? Do you think that's a good thing to help yeah, them or? Hell yeah, it's like a chain. It's like a. Do you think that's a good investment? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a gold chain. Like there's links. There's a one link that required a dope ass song. You know what I'm saying yeah. to make the whole shit start even. So that's a good investment is to, to invest in somebody who, who makes music similar to you to make your shit pop. Well, you, yeah, you should. They should. You should give and take. Like it should be a relationship. They should. Be, it should be compromised. Like you know, you gotta give and give and take a little bit. You gotta take an L for your homie. You don't need homies as much as you think though in any any business, man. Because that's who you fall. Like, you guys both got to fall when it's time to fall. You yeah. know what I mean? More chances to fall. But if you don't fall for them like they were going to do it for you, that's fucked yeah. up. So, no, like, but like, for instance, like, Rich Homie Quan, like, he was in Atlanta and then, you know, T.I. signed him. And, location. And then, and then T.I. went to prison, whatever, but T.I. still put him on. Mm-hmm. So, that's a good investment to give money to somebody who who's already popping but has a similar yeah, style. Yeah, hell yeah, because nowadays it's required. People can do it. So, it's like... Instead of people, you know, y'all spending y'all money on clubs and djs and shows and stuff i think do you think that's a good investment yeah it's hard to do but it's it's uh it's definitely another, hard to do. another thing is you know how me and you we we know everybody at the strip clubs and everything like that a thing for me that's is valuable, a bro. thing for me is you know be friends with the people in the strip clubs give their money twenty dollars fifty dollars yeah, hundred dollars to spend your money because those are the songs that the bitches are dancing to. yeah and, and nowadays bitches are the a&r's they're the ones exactly. if you if you get like the hottest bitch to dance to your song and the nigga spent 10 g's on your song that she was dancing to the nigga just spent 10 g's to a bitch that was dancing to your song it's worth something man those bitches could get your song popping and shout out to them because i love them like that's why i have a song called uh uh, I forgot what the fuck it's called, but it's about that shit. I'm talking about how to, you know she's she's the one who makes it pop. Bro, a bitch, a bitch hit me up earlier because I put my boy Landlord song in rotation at the strip club, mm-hmm. and they started playing the song, and they're like, "Oh, that's your song," and I'm like, "No, that's my nigga song." But just the fact that she said that's your song is right. like, you know, because I spend money at the club, so whenever she right. hears a song come on, she thinks money coming up, right. and and that's how they're being an A and R, and that's and that's how they Atlanta like that's what uh, Future did like Future. Uh, Future and uh, Esco act like they didn't know each other and they're best friends. And then they did is they spin this shit to the hottest bitches. And then these dudes, you know, trap niggas, hood stars, wanted to hear it outside the club. And everywhere, if that pops in the strip club, it's popping everywhere. But you need to pop, like it's location. They're in Atlanta. That's the number one joint for the strip clubs. Yeah. We have it all right out here because it's a growing city. Uh, Pink Rhino was like number three at one point. Some, you know, some yeah. list. I know yeah. we're not in, not like they say, yeah, but, but we uh, got so we got V Live now. V Live's you know in Texas and Atlanta, and everything. So it's a good. Name. Yeah, man, take care of them people. You know, you work with what you got. They're gonna appreciate that. Like if you only have a hundred dollars for the night, and um, you know that's the situation sometimes. For but it's better off to spend twenty dollars on a DJ. Yeah, maybe and even then, half. And then, playing your song, and you then you know the the radio DJs be up there. You tell them too, and you gotta send in an edited version. You gotta yeah, leave with leave with a dub. You know, fucking take care of everybody. Yeah. They just dip. Cause that shit will come back. It's gonna and it's perceptions everything. So if you don't really show yourself sweating too much, like you don't need niggas don't want to see that. Niggas don't want to see a handout. They want to see a handout with some green in it. Yeah. They don't want to see a handout empty, nigga. Like exactly. People always say this. It's a, it's a I'm a firm believer in believer in this. People always say that they support you, but they really don't until there's something in it for them. You got to do more. Regardless, to like if you make it, though. if you make it, they want to 
be with you in the clubs and doing this and doing that. If you're doing this, whatever, they they just want to be seen and be popular. But see, we know the rules going into it. Whoever's trying to be popular, they got to know that's part of the rule. Yeah. You're going to get, it's just like a wave. That's what you're doing it for, though, for that fake love. Yeah. But see, it's like the this. fake love. But it's, it's a service. You, it everybody's a service. At, at your service at that point. But you got to learn how to say no. That's what my one of my rich homies told me that when I was young. He was like, Man, I paid millions of dollars, you know, for this lawyer I have. He said, and the one thing he taught me, the only thing he taught me is he's, you got to, he said, out of over a million dollars, he said, you got to learn how to say no. He said, because that's what would have saved you out of all this money. You know, he was like, when you when you don't say no, shit happens. Like, if you don't feel it, say no in any yeah. situation. Yeah. But no one, there's opportunity and no one, it's that time. No one, it's your, your you know, no one, your golden hours is near. No one, you're, you're fucking, it's your month or your year or yeah. your... You know, you got to know when it's time. Nigga. It's kind of like, remember that one time we was kicking it and you did that song, uh, Count Money? Right. That was your time. That was your shit. So if y'all don't know, he did a song called Count Money. I'm not going to talk about how he got the beat, but it's from Sunny Digital. And then 50 Cent went on to do it about six months ago. But Frank Cush is the originator of the song, not the beat of the song. And then the words well, and stuff I mean, was taken. It's it's just like this, dude. That song I was just doing it. Look, that song man, I was just doing it as a mixtape song anyway. Yeah. Thing with digital is he never respond back to me when yeah. I hit him up. I knew him in LA for just you know a, a high end work next work side by side on some shit. I'm working on my shit. Yeah. Not really, you know. He ain't gonna. I don't expect him to remember me. But thing is, is like you didn't answer back, and I just mixtaped it. And then they, you know, they they didn't like that because yeah. I was pushing it as he produced it, but it was a recreation yeah. though. So. Like, uh, since he wouldn't respond to me, I got a recreated yeah. beat, but, uh, I still rocked with his name for promo. Like yeah. that, that's, that's, that's just what I, and, and that shit is, fuck? yeah, fuck? and that shit, shit is dope as fuck. Y'all can check it on iTunes, Frank Cush, so whatever shit with him, like, I like him, man, but shit, it's whatever, my nigga, like, at the same time, if you don't like me, I don't like you, flat out, I'm not gonna yeah. front, like, if you don't like me, I don't like you so, more, so, for real. Let, let's plug your clothing line, what is it? Yeah, right now, man, it's it's not even really a clothing line. It's just, you know, it's just promo. Well, your just, life brand, Sophisticated yeah, Smoke. I got three things. I got Sophisticated Smoke, you know, Sophisticated Smoke Paris. That's that, you know, upper Kush echelon Club. shit. We got the Kush Club shit. That's just the classic promo to you. And then I got some new shit coming out, too. It's that, you know, it's my Broken Hearts Club shit. So it's and a, what's, your, uh, what's your Instagram? Shit, the Frank Kush era. So it's T-H-E, Frank Kush. So it's F-R-A-N-K. K U S H E R A. And you're on uh SoundCloud and iTunes? Yeah, I'm on Sound SoundCloud and iTunes and uh and yeah, just you can just type in Frank Cush on Google, Frank Cush rapper or Frank Cush mixtapes or Frank Cush music and and it'll pop, anything music related or VH1 or anything, it'll pop up. You know cuz uh I got my name from a great coach that coached at ASU, you know, his Frank Cush, he's yeah. about 90 years old. So if y'all if y'all want to know about music and be educated upon things that you don't know about. He'll teach you. He'll help you out. He'll work with you. He's a good dude. He's a solid dude. He wants to see everybody win. So if you have any business questions, propositions, or if you want to listen to his music, buy his stuff, or anything like that, check out the stuff he just talked about and work with him. He He's a good dude, humble dude. Yeah. He wants to see everybody win. He's a local cat. Been to the top, been to the bottom. He does it at, He does it all. He, he raps. He sings, he makes beats, he makes clothes, he yeah. produces. I seen this motherfucker do fucking stock markets. He does fucking, what's the fucking Photoshop? I, this motherfucker does every fucking thing well, you can right name in the industry that he needs to do. Exactly. Fine. he's in, in a, he, We're in an age to where you, you got to do it all for yourself. 
instead of spending the guapa money on other bullshitters. Mm-hmm. Because you got to spend money on people and wait for them. Or, so or, the or yeah, or spend money on jokers and then they're not paying you and they rip you off. Because everybody has problems that come up, man. It's like, oh, so am I going to work on Frank Kush shit or am I going to pay my girl's shit before she leaves me? You know, oh, I'm going to use his deposit money on that. And fuck, man, I get it. You know, like I get up in there and it's like, fuck, man. I'd rather just work on my own shit because that's why I took a whole year off last year. Not off music. I did a, I did over 150 songs last year, uh, 2016. But those are all, that's all work and learning. And those are just self-taught courses. But I, I relearned everything I learned in the last six, six, 10 years. I relearned everything but from ground zero the right way because I was like, man, fuck, fuck taking shortcuts. I did that my whole life and it's cool. I knew. You know, go here, go from point A to Z by fucking just going backwards. Yeah. One, you know what I mean? It's in the, if it's yeah. if it's circular, like I was like, oh, you learn it from your mistakes instead of your progressions. Mm-hmm. Well, both really, you know, it's like. You but see- you fucking up to get forward. You're not going forward and going forward, going forward. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, so, I mean, every step backwards is yeah. a is another chance too. You know what but, I mean? But not everybody learns from that, so yeah, that's no. not a good thing. No. So, what would you tell people is the best, you know, formats to use for beat making? And for recording, what would you tell them to spend money on that's not stupid oh, expensive? Yeah. Well, I mean, to give them a decent sound. What you know, would you just recommend? Just to be, just to be, you know, show some love, you know. No, you know, no. What what programs? Yeah, that's and what stuff. I'm saying. To show some love, I I say like, you know, you go and you will find somebody that can install it for you, man. If you can't, you know, afford your own software or whatever, they can they can hook you up on, you know. S- you know, Craigslist, shit like that. But uh, anyway, you just want to get the Logic. I, I use Logic. I mean, I'm, Pro Tools is like the standard, but I mean, it's a different day and age. I use Logic. A lot of producers use Fruity Loops. I'm, I might start using that soon because that shit's fire, you know. Um, but Logic is my shit. That's Apple, and, you know, Apple's just king to me. Yeah. They run music down there, so I like Apple shit. Uh, I use Logic, and I, I make beats. I, d- I download samples. I Anything to make it hot as a producer, when I'm on my producer shit, anything I got to do to make it hot, whether it's sample, whether it's take somebody off a song, whether it's throw it away, whatever I got to do. But um, there's a lot of tutorials out right now. There's uh, You need Waves bundles, plugins. I mean, it'll run you like 8,500 if you don't have the jug. You know, yeah. I'm not going to give the jug unless you want. I can hook you up, but you just got to come talk to me. But, yeah. you know, you need Waves plugins because that's professional sound in, in any environment. If you don't have the Waves plugins, bundles... You're fucking, you know, you you could still do it, but you better know your shit. You better go yeah. to school for it. And uh, that's no, that's no putting you people down. It's just saying, get the shit and learn the shit. If you learn play how to play Madden and all this other bullshit. So if you like music and you want to be the, you know, the man for your for your sound, then you gotta fucking get all that sh- all the tools like Barber, man. You can't just get the Clippers and no guards. And this is coming from somebody who's been in the studio. You know, what game his producer yeah. is uh. A lot of uh, people, bro. Is, is Jers. I could list more than that, but I won't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top, I know. Yeah, but that's people who you fuck with every and, day. And I absorbed a lot from them, man. Yeah. Like, I'll bring, like, I knew. No, it. that's why I'm telling these people it, it's a serious sound and stuff like that that they need to know. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's the bare minimum that you the should do for yourself. Of it, yeah. The music. Yeah, it's very important. There's only a couple videos you got to watch and watch them over and over till you get it. But it's just, it's a little sciences. Like, you don't want to be out of key. You don't want to have a hot ass song and they're not going nowhere because somebody sonically doesn't like it. They don't know why they don't like it. They like the lyrics, but they can't listen to it because it's yeah. too much 1K or it's too much, yeah. you know, low end on How it. How you was telling me before muddy. about the sound and how it sounds. Yeah, because there's certain, there's certain frequencies that are 
piss you off. Yep, exactly. You know, like you, you tell me one lady, of the sound the same. Yeah. yeah, there's like a lady that might screech and you go, oh shit, bitch, like damn, you sound fucking, you're pissing me off. Like that's because she's on a, you know, she has a lot of maybe one K in her voice or whatever the case is. So you gotta learn how to take shit out of that if you have it in yours. And you just gotta be around people who wanna do no more than you, man. Who wanna keep learning. More than you, too. Yeah. I, I look for people who just wanna keep know learning. more. So, for real. Um, to wrap it up, when is your um next project, project coming out? And uh, how well, can shit. people get it? See, I'm, I have a my problem is just make keep making music every day, but I have enough for like to drop four projects right now. But I'm gonna drop one this month because this year I'm doing one every month, just like a five five to seven song project each yeah. month, just for consistency. I'm gonna work on that videos and shit. But um, I'm gonna be dropping like three projects and then one this month. So like maybe like four in the next two months. So working in front of SoundCloud, iTunes, yeah. YouTube, everything. Yeah, I'm putting them on my social media sites. Um, so if you if you follow me on Instagram, then fucking you will find out. And then if you're on Facebook or whatever, it's Frank Kush, you, you know, you'll find out. If not, just hit me up on here. And uh, I got a website too. I've, you know, I got Enzo Satoshi. I wasn't going to say because I'm doing like a little sneak attack, but EnzoSatoshi.com. If you don't know how to spell it, it's Enzo, E-N-Z-O, S-A-T-O-S-H-I, Satoshi. And then um, that's that's my new shit. That's what I'm on. You know, I'm on my Enzo. I'm on my Italian design, my, my Japanese shit, you know, my Bitcoin shit, all my futuristic flow. But um, yeah, that's my shit. So then you can go to KushClubRecords.com. You can go to SophisticatedSmoke.net. And um, there's a couple other websites too, like some Frank Kush shit that I'm waiting until I drop my shit. But I'm, those are going to be the sites where you can get them, get merchandise, get everything. Yeah. Cool. YouTube so, too, you know, so YouTube. if y'all up and coming, y'all don't know what to do in the game. Y'all trying to further your careers and make better stuff, make more quality make stuff, shit, yeah. make some hot shit. Hit them up, you know. You got beats, whatever. Even if you don't want to work with him, you know, it's still a good educational purpose. And I want to hear him on the show because he's fucked with a lot of people in the industry. And appreciate his time, love and support. This is John Yuranga, Frank Kush. Yeah, baby. Club. My website is www.nvsg702.com. My Instagram is at nvsg702. His is at uh, the Frank Kush era. Yeah, so Kush. check us both out. Hope you like the podcast. Take care of yourself. Hope you learned a lot of stuff. Good night. God bless.